0: Looks like the location of the Timberwolves and Jimmy Butler showdown has been changed.
1: And Media Day around the corner will get you ready. What you should know
0: about Media Day. And with the Clippers hiring Lee Jenkins to be their executive director of research and identity, John and I come up with some new weird job titles that some NBA teams desperately need. It is the Wednesday edition of Locked On NBA. Are Locked on the NBA, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Welcome to the Wednesday edition of Locked On NBA, the daily podcast covering all things NBA for you guys. And on every Wednesday, I'm here. I'm Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter, the editor over at LockedOnPelicans.com. And you can find me on Twitter, at Nola Jake. And I'm John Corrales, co-host Locked On Celtics.
1: I am Reds Army underscore John on Twitter. I write for Boston.com and RedsArmy.com.
0: So, John, the, the big news of the day, obviously, is going to be that Jimmy Butler has gone to the Michael Scott of the Office Fame School <laughs> of Negotiating Tactics and has abruptly changed the meeting on the Timberwolves. It was supposed to be in Minnesota. It now sounds like Dibs has gone on a plane to go meet Jimmy Butler in L.A. Does that actually mean anything?
1: Probably not, but that doesn't make for a good podcast, so yeah, it does.
0: Oh my God, the sky is Uh, falling.
1: (laughs) Uh, Who knows? Jimmy Butler is probably just working out in LA and probably said, you know what? I'm not going to cut my workouts short. You are not working out. You come to me. And that's probably the extent of it. But I mean, there is a little bit of a, you know what? I'm not dealing with you. I don't have time for you. But I've got a problem, so you come to me so I can tell you my problem. And it definitely has that kind of feel to it where Butler is summoning the Minnesota brass and saying, uh, gentlemen, uh, come meet me. I have an issue. Please entertain me. And, and who knows where it goes. I don't think by all accounts, and the guys talked about this on, on yesterday's podcast, it doesn't seem like this is a meeting that says, okay, do this, this, and this, and trade me. But it definitely feels like an airing of the Grievous' Festivus style.
0: Yeah, you know, I, I'm I cannot wait for Woj to tweet out that Jimmy Butler spoke in a quiet voice and that to create a position of power, <laughs> I believe is the quote, and kept leaving the room unexpectedly to also help his leverage in these negotiations. This is so. Do you think this is maybe a good thing for the Timberwolves? Then, hey, look, i, I honestly
1: i think it's great for teams to have communication i don't think it's great that that is being leaked and that every little step of it is is being kind of announced to everybody teams especially with their star players need to have lines of communication open if something pisses you off you should be able to say it that's true of any relationship personal business all of it so having them talk and having jimmy butler say i'm not happy about this particular thing and here's what I'm not happy about is good for the team to say all right maybe we didn't know or maybe we didn't know the extent we can kind of fix this if we do these few things and it it seems like it can be a very sitcom ish type of problem if you don't communicate because the premise of every sitcom you know scenario is an easily fixed problem doesn't get easily fixed and hilarity ensues. And we we talked about
0: that last week. (laughs) We had had a number of ideas for that last week.
1: Right. So Minnesota needs to fix what should be an easily fixable situation. So hilarity to the rest of us, not to Minnesota fans, doesn't ensue. They need to fix this so they can move forward because they've got a ton of talent on that team. Sure. Yeah. Make your jokes about them getting the Bulls back together. But. They still have a ton of talent on that team and a ton of talent that should be better than it is. And somehow they've got to fix it. And step one is everybody sit down and talk about it.
0: Yeah, you know, this is one of those things where I feel, uh, you know, smoke, fire type of situation where we're seeing a lot of this come from there. Carl Anthony Towns hasn't really signed his extension yet, which I know is on the table for him. And maybe he's kind of concerned with what's going on there, but the, the obvious thing is he's going to sign that rookie extension. I don't think there's kind of any question about that but it seems like they're in a bit of disarray to some extent at least coming out at this from an outsider's perspective and you and I have talked about Tibbs a lot on this podcast I don't think you and I are huge fans of him doing the double role thing or anyone doing the double role thing so does this maybe more speak to him and his style and his approach that all of this is kind of happening I I, without knowing
1: full fully what he's up against I have to assume that a guy who is the coach, who is also the GM doesn't have the time to spend with his players that a coach alone would have when a coach, any other coach, I'm a Boston guy, Brad Stevens. He doesn't have any front. He, he talks to Danny Ainge, but he doesn't have any front office power. When something comes up, he can take time. Whenever somebody calls him, assuming that he's not in the middle of something, that he can make time for that player. Same of any coach that is in that position. But if he did have front office power and, say, Kyrie Irving called him up and said, you know, something's bugging me, coach. I really need to talk to you. Meanwhile, that's phone. that phone call is trying to come in while Brad Stevens is on the phone with the Spurs trying to negotiate a trade. That's time where he doesn't have uh, an opportunity to talk to his star player. And I think when you talk about a guy like Tibbs who's supposed to be a culture changer, I think anything that keeps him away from the team, anything that keeps him from not being readily available I – don't, I don't know that that is actually the case, that, that he's ever missed a phone call. But I have to believe that a guy that's doing two jobs isn't fully available or maybe he's not – Fully focused on spotting a little thing, a little bit of a, a glance from one player to another that says, huh, I should look into that. I should talk to these guys and just see how things are going. He's too busy worrying about, let me see what Luol Dang is up to. So I just feel like not only is today's dual role not suited for a guy to make the right personnel moves, I don't think it's suited for a coach to be properly – uh, attentive to his team's needs, especially a team like Minnesota, where the star players are so young that they need to uh, be be tended to. You, you have to tend to these kids because they're growing up and you're supposed to help them grow up and become professional NBA players.
0: Yeah, it's like you said. It's just it's a time management thing. Also, and this is coming in in kind of the middle of us recording this podcast, so this will probably tell you what time we did this. Adrian Wojnarowski is reporting that Philadelphia has hired Elton Brand as their general manager. Uh, This might change our next segment for you guys, which we're going to get to in just a moment here. Though we'll still talk about Media Day. But first, with that kind of huge news here. We all love a night out, whether it's seeing our favorite band in person or being there in the crowd to cheer on our favorite team. With Vivid Seats, you can attend the concert, show, or sporting event of your choice at a great price. Vivid Seats is the top source for tickets for all the live events that you want to go to. You can sort by price or look for seats in the section and row of your choice. Make sure you're by your friends there. To make things even better, Vivid Seats is giving listeners an exclusive promo code for $20 off orders of $200 or more. You save some money. You can spend it on concessions or just pocket it. It's never a bad thing. Go to the App Store or Google Play and download the Vivid Seats app. Use promo code LOCKEDON for $20 off orders of $200 or more. Every purchase is backed by a 100% buyer guarantee from the biggest concert and games to the hottest theater and more. Any event you want, Vivid Seats can get you there. They have it all. Download the app, enter the promo code LOCKEDON, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, for $20 off orders of $200 or more. Make a memory that lasts a lifetime and let Vivid Seats help you get to your favorite live event. So, John, I think this news might make Media Day a little bit more interesting. Just some initial thoughts, since I know <laughs> they're going to kind of dive in on this a little bit later, I'm sure, an Elton Brand for Philly. Yeah, you know, I think we
1: saw them uh, going down the road of promoting somebody from within. Uh, I, I think after the whole debacle that caused this situation, that when Brett Brown took over and got into the front office, that the fact that they didn't take uh, take that power away from him very quickly, it led me to believe, and many others to believe, that they were going to promote from within. So, I'm all for promotion from within. If they feel good about what Elton Brand is do- doing, then sure, that they, they kind of have this cohesion. Then Brett Brown, just like the conversation we just had, Brett Brown could go back to being the coach, and he'll have some say. But getting Elton brand in there gets them ready for the, the next step. I think it's also a big a, a, a big step for two other reasons. He's a former player, so he relates to these guys uh, and he was he's a really good player. so he knows kind of what it takes. And then it's good to see another African American get into a front office because that has been kind of, uh, I think waning. Recently, So it's good to see uh, another person of color get into a front office. So I think two very important moves there from a Philly perspective. So not knowing what his front office acumen is, I don't know what moves he pushed for or didn't push for. I think overall it's a a really solid move for Philly to promote from within, kind of keep the power structure stable. They needed stability there. And it's good to see a former player and uh, an African-American in that position
0: yeah you know they needed to kind of have someone that their current roster could trust after everything that went down with Colangelo because that was a bit of a disaster, potentially Bad Matthew or his wife Bad Matthew, or whoever the hell it was, you know kind of talking bad about the players on the team as a former player. These guys can relate, as you said, to Elton brand a little bit more so than maybe someone else. I think that goes a long way. And it seems like, for the most part, they have a number of very smart guys just working in the front office in general that are going to be there to support Brand, even though he doesn't have prior GM or front office experience, really. That might be okay in this kind of scenario because they've managed to navigate free agency and all of this without a GM, you know, that's kind of there permanently in there. So they're doing something right. So I'm sure the rest of the week, this is going to be kind of a big topic, but that kind of then leads into a new thing. Media day, where you get to Ask questions of the GMs, of the head coaches, of the players, and this is all coming next week. I know the Pelicans have theirs on Monday, and I think most teams have it it, the early part of next week before training camp gets started, and we're all excited about this. This is fun. That means we can finally get into the kind of meat and potatoes of everything here when it comes to the NBA, and we're going to be talking about real basketball, but John, media day really mean much? Uh well, it means a lot in Philly, that's for sure. Yeah, it definitely uh, means a lot there now. But I think that
1: tells you what media day really means uh, in general that it takes something like this for it to mean a lot uh, and it's the timing of this because this is Philly's first chance. They they'll hold a news conference to introduce Elton Brand at Elton looks Brand is like on GM. Thursday. Yeah, and so they'll do that, but Media Day for the players, every player is going to get the question, what do you think about Elton Brand moving into the front office? So there's some importance there from the media for fans to get that perspective. Otherwise, I'm looking at a Boston perspective. There are a few questions that we might want to ask, but then generally it gets repetitive, and these guys have to go from station to station to station. It's, you know, meet with the Boston media, meet with whatever national media might be. There, meet with celtics.com meet with facebook live <laughs> just oh, it's just same, the same thing over, same and question, over and over and over same question take these a bunch of photos you got to do the photos and the stupid poses where you're jumping and you like like flinging your legs in the air and flipping a ball over your bat you know all these stupid little photos that they put out there and then it's just then it's just standing around so uh, it's a lot of fun but it's so repetitive
0: it, you, it, there's just not much to be gained. Yes, it's fun and it's nice to see the players, and they say all the right things because they're coached up to do so before. But again, not a ton of insight on how things are going to go. And it always makes me laugh. You know, it's like that this time of year where you're all of a sudden you're, you make all the jokes about like pumpkin spice coming in from all directions. Well, we're it's it's the time of the year for the takeaways from media day articles to come out. So whatever team you follow, I guarantee you you're going to probably read three or four of those because it's what what everyone does around this time and really the takeaways aren't there I can tell you here just in New Orleans the Saints were supposed to have a good defense this year and then week one happened and yeah all that media day hype of them being good did not actually become a thing so it's kind of tough to really try and use media day to grade or set expectations for the upcoming season on because frankly they're not playing actual basketball although certainly I think the Sixers are going to have a much more interesting one this year
1: my favorite media day story is when the Celtics had Kevin Garnett Rajon Rondo and Rondo was giving an interview and in the back in another room they use media day to record a lot of the um, scoreboard jumbotron little vignettes that they do yeah so when they when they do like guess this kid's drawing who's this kid's drawing uh supposed to be like the Celtics do this I'm sure that's teams do this. You're like, oh, it looks like it might be Jalen Brown. Oh, he's got this weird face. It looks like it could be this guy. They do almost all of those on media day. So one day they were uh, on media day one year. I forget what year it was. Kevin Garnett was doing the pump up fourth quarter. Let me hear it. Everybody Ah, go crazy like that. So Rondo's giving the interview in one room and he has to stop because KG from another room Room, down the hall is going so crazy that he everybody hears it and rondo turns around and is like what is going on over there he, he's so loud and so nuts that he had rondo had to stop his interview until kg stopped yelling
0: the, so that's good i like that also i've just heard just wild stories about Garnett, which are just like the best things ever at times, and how seriously he takes everything, including watching TV and stuff. Um, But those things are right. You're right. They record all of this at Media Day, which is kind of funny to me because when players change their hair throughout the year, then between like timeouts or something, when they do one of those like fun things on the big screen, you can see how old it is because like this guy has braids and he doesn't have them now or what have you. And it's like, oh, you guys just kind of like powered through this like an assembly line, so it makes. It also makes a lot of sense. You don't want to bug the players with with all of that stuff either. So yeah, makes sense. So in fun updates that we're going to get on media day, we've got a fun one here for the Locked On Podcast Network, and that is we are going back to college. The Locked On Podcast Network is expanding with college shows coming this week. We've got Locked On Wolverines, Locked On Ohio State Buckeyes. We've got Locked On Florida State. There's going to be a Locked On LSU dropping. We've already got the Oregon Ducks on there, the Nittany Lions, the uh, Baylor Bears, and of course, the Alabama Crimson Tide. And it's not just football. We got basketball that's going to be a heavy part of this show base as well, starting with, of course, the Kentucky Wildcats. We've also got some other SEC teams in there in the Arkansas. Razorbacks and the Tennessee Volunteers, and now the upset-minded BYU Cougars. Find your favorite college show, your alma mater, on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify. All right, John, we've got an interesting hire in an NBA front office with the Los Angeles Clippers hiring Sports Illustrated senior writer Lee Jenkins, who is excellent, by the way, to a newly created front office position that is titled the Executive Director of Research and Identity. I got no idea what that means, but it sounds cool. <laughs> I like the out-of-the-box thinking. He seems like a very good dude, and I think that's important too. So what what other NBA teams need to create a specific position for their team to fill? And if you've got a name to fill it, of course. I'll start here, and you made a joke about making fun of the Timberwolves and the Bulls all kind of getting back together. I actually work for a university dealing with class reunions here. They also need a kind of class reunion officer for the Minnesota Timberwolves to help all of these kind of nostalgic events that they're going to have when, when they sign Noah, when they've got now Derek Rose in there and everyone else that they and been Luol Deng on the Timberwolves. It's just, you've got to have someone to kind of coordinate all of this.
1: Absolutely. Can you imagine a, if they signed Noah? That'd just be hilarious. I mean, they're, they're not, but can they please? So we just have all the jokes. I, th- I hope so. I, now, would this person be in charge of putting out like bulls paraphernalia just to keep everybody comfortable?
0: There we go. And, That's good. Like a green room kind of manager guy. Like all the M and M's are red or something because it's it, going to remind them of Chicago. Yeah,
1: something just kind of ease their transition. Yeah, yeah I like. That. I think
0: so. You have. Uh, I have. I, was, a, I have more if you need them. But <laughs> I have. I oh,
1: I I can chime in. Uh, I was thinking about. I'm like running through the teams. You know that Oklahoma City. I was going to make a joke about Oklahoma City. They. I don't need to make jokes about Oklahoma City. They actually have two positions: the Vice President of Insight and Foresight, and the Vice President of Identification and Intelligence. So, Oklahoma City, no jokes needed.
0: They've already got those positions filled. Well, wow. Um, they sound but, like that. Sounds like the, like an FBI type of thing. Like,
1: <laughs> yeah, it's great. It's great. Yeah. But um, I'm going to go to Toronto and say. They need to create a position of uh, vice president of whatever keeps Uncle Dennis happy.
0: Yeah, yeah, you've got to have like a handler, like just for him, right? One
1: person just talk to Uncle Dennis, whatever he needs to know, whatever he needs to do, however he needs to to spin this, whatever it is. We need one person in a vice president position with you know spreadsheets. Presentations, all of that stuff. How do we keep Uncle Dennis happy so they can re-sign Kawhi Leonard? Yeah, I think that's that's actually really good. I think part kid- of it might be a negative, a negative campaign against Los Angeles, kind of like political style. Too. Oh
0: yeah, you got to kind of plant the seeds, throw some yeah. like disinformation out there, like a false flag type operation. We're throwing out weird terms for everything. I think, that, I think yeah, it's yeah. Like, like a great fit. I'm gonna kick it out to the West Coast here. And we're going to look at the Sacramento Kings. You've got a general manager in Vladi, but you know what they really need to maybe help them probably from top to bottom. And you see this become in a kind of weird new ag position right now. You need a success coach. A lot of college campuses have them out there. You've got them in big organizations to help, you know, CEOs and things, but just like a success coach that is, I promise you, that's a job title to just help people kind of get things right and just be better prepared for what's to come. I go back to the Kings and Pelicans trade for DeMarcus cousins, where he traded him for so little because he had a better offer on the table like a week before and it got pulled and it turns out it was the team that he traded them to. So certainly he needs to be a little bit better on his job there. So let's bring in an outside success coach consultant for that.
1: I like that. Um, They definitely, definitely need that. Uh, I'm going to go back East and go to New York and say the Knicks need to hire uh, just a musical coordinator, just somebody to specifically deal with James Dolan and his band JD and the straight shot. And that, <laughs> I don't know if you've ever heard him I don't know if you ever Google, no, I, I, I do, I need to is the real question. I, I think you sort of need to, in the same way you need to taste spoiled milk. That JD in the straight hold, shot. Hold on, who needs to? T- is that like a thing? Is that how you grew up? Yeah. Have you ever had like no? you Like, if if somebody you ever have that you taste spoiled milk, you're like, oh my god, check this out. This is spoiled. No, somebody yeah, always like, hands it to you. Oh,
0: okay. Yeah. Good point. Like, please tell me that this is spoiled, yeah. and like, I need yeah, to yeah. know what that and, smell and like, taste so is like, to confirm it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: Like, I'm telling you, I've listened to JD in the straight shot, and now I'm telling you to go. YouTube it so you can experience the pain that I have experienced. now JD in the straight shot is his like country rhythm and blues type of band. He has hired around him some of the best musicians that you can hire for a band and he James Dolan is absolutely horrible. So they need to hire some sort of musical person for two reasons one to make him better two to keep him <laughs> occupied. Because the Knicks are slowly making kind of competent decisions, and they don't need James Dolan coming in to muck it up. So get him focused on the music. Keep him focused on the music. And then
0: while he's there, if you can improve him at all, improve him. That, so that was good. I thought you were going to go in a different direction. Didn't the Knicks last year do the game where, like, the first half had no music or anything during the, they like, did. game? And they played the Warriors, and they just kept it silent in hopes yep. that maybe it kind of gave them an edge, and they put it under the guise of, like, we want you to see how basketball used to be and kind of get an old-school throwback. That was them, right? Yeah, yeah, and it went horribly. Yes, it was the Knicks And everybody hated it. Yeah, everyone hated it. I thought you were going to get a music consultant in to kind of help prevent... no things like that in the future we needed a next one in there that was kind of going to be a very very obvious one to kind (laughs) of like they need something i like the music consultant though to to keep dolan away and unfortunately now i'm going to torment myself in a little bit and try and listen to some of his music and hopefully you know not have my ears will not make it through one song but i'll tell you what he is so obsessed with this he
1: he has, because he owns the garden, he has opened for the Eagles because they won't let them play the garden without him opening for the Eagles. That's how.
0: Oh, man. That's just the thing. Like, just, so, I don't know yeah. if that's like full of yourself or like yeah. delusions of grandeur here. Like maybe the that's whole what it lot. Is. I was A like, whole a- lot to unpack. Yeah, like how decision. you would describe. I like how this is just turning to rag on the Knicks time here on Locked On NBA. Um, hope but this you guys is a ragging on just, the Knicks
1: that Knicks fans can enjoy because oh, I'm sure probably, every Knicks fans like yes.
0: I don't thank think you. I, usually when we say some inflammatory things on here, people like come at us in the Twitter mentions. I don't think that's going to happen with this. Uh, I'm trying to think of like who the Lakers need to hire. And I want to make a joke about like a shooting coach because they don't have enough shooting on the team. But I actually don't think it's that bad. Uh, But something along those lines to to give LeBron. Uh, Okay, here we go. Maybe they need an on-staff eye doctor because these guys aren't going to keep – they need a football – here we go. They need a football coach. On the on the Lakers, I like Lakers. this. We're spitballing.
1: We're brainstorming. This is here. How,
0: how we do things. Is um, <laughs> doing this on the fly. A football coach, you know, in football they always teach you to keep your head on a swivel, head up, know your surroundings, see what's going on. Because LeBron James has said you need to keep your head up because he's going to fling passes at you, and if you're not looking, it's going to hit you in the face. And they we don't need any broken noses. They already had you know Kobe with the black mask there at one point. No one can take that away from him. A football coach to teach these guys. How to keep their heads on a swivel? Uh,
1: you know, I like that player safety. That's it's yeah, a solid, it's solid into choice. Into thing, you know, you're t- I'm here joking about James Dolan's crappy music, and you're looking out for people's noses and facial structure. That's that's very. That's I was, that's good, I was about to
0: get super nerdy with it and say they need to hire Ra's Al Ghul from Batman Begins because doesn't keep telling Bruce Wayne like always mind your surroundings, and I feel like that's maybe more important with LeBron James, but same idea.
1: If you say so, I have no idea
0: <laughs> yes. what, that, what that means. telling on myself a little gonna, bit here. I'm going to take your word for it.
1: Uh, okay, my my last one is um, the uh, a, a chairman of chronology for the Atlanta Hawks. So Atlanta Hawks fans know what time the game starts and so they can get there on time. This person can have a dual role with the Miami Heat because those two fan bases are always late, uh, and it's just unless it's the playoffs, uh, Hawks fans turn out for the playoffs. Regular That's season though, not I, so much. They need they need somebody to be like seven p.m. is still seven p.m. in the regular season. Get here now. I know they have crazy traffic in Atlanta. I was I was
0: in Atlanta last week, and the traffic was terrible. It's
1: it's, it's god awful. So I, I will excuse that to a degree. And if if they're if they need to. Make sure they start the games because they, I think they, they're one of the teams that starts at seven, and they should start at seven thirty at that point. But there's no excuse for the Miami Heat to do that. I, those are the two fan bases I think. Hello, show up on time, be here, and like, let's go. You know, so that's that's my last choice. The,
0: the last one, which is a quick one for me, is probably gonna make you laugh. Maybe is maybe a geography teacher for the Celtics with your uh, flat Earth truther there and <laughs> Kyrie Irving. Maybe maybe yes. we could just kind of shut that idea down really quickly and not engage in what this potentially harmful talk anymore because yes. I think sure. there we go. So there it's we science. go. Science teacher. Science, we'll just science teacher. we put globes everywhere. Yeah, that's, that's what it is. That's what your newspaper's name is. It makes sense. We tie it all together here. Uh, so yeah, let us know on Twitter, of course, what who you would hire either for your favorite team or maybe your least favorite team as we've kind of been doing here as well. So I think, John, that's probably the best spot to end it. So... Thank you all for listening to the Wednesday edition of Locked On NBA. As always, every Wednesday, I am Jake Madison, host of the Locked On Pelicans podcast, editor of LockedOnPelicans.com, and at Nola Jake on Twitter. I am John Corrales,
1: co-host of the Locked On Celtics podcast. Find me, RedsArmy underscore John on Twitter, and find my work on Boston.com and RedsArmy.com.
0: Thank you all for listening. We'll be back with you all next week. Enjoy the rest of the week of Locked On NBA, part of the Locked On podcast network, your team every day.